All right, looks like we're live. What is going on? My gosh, it's it seems like forever since I've been live, but I hope everyone is doing well today. If you're new here, my name is Brent. This is American English with this guy. For the next hour or so, I am going to be answering your questions about learning English, American culture, yeah. Whatever, whatever. If I can answer it, I'll do my best. Just leave your questions in the chat and I will do my best to get to them. I already see we have a, a few questions already. There's some questions from the Discord server, from members, but I do want to say hi to a couple people. Oh my goodness, Breezy, what is up with this? Is There's a bunch of questions there already, but Breezy, how are you doing? Alina is here. I saw Amina. Amina is here. Thought I saw Rod in there. I thought I saw IL is here. Mega's here. What is going on? Constantine is here. All right. So today the plan is I'm answering your questions and I see a bunch already. Um, I also have to pick a winner for the book. A couple um, weeks ago, there was a, a lesson that I did at Arlington Cemetery and in that lesson, I said, hey, leave a comment saying you want to win the book that the author, uh, I interviewed an author in the cemetery, just outside of the cemetery. And why don't we do that now? Because I will probably forget. All right, let me, let me screen share here. I have a, um, I think two buddy it is. I can just pick a winner as long as you wrote book in the comments. And I asked, I said, just, just write book in the comments. All right. And Amina, she has a few questions. I want to answer those. Definitely Amina. Definitely. So let me um, just pick a winner here really quickly. And I will leave a comment on their comment after the live stream. All right. Who's the winner? Pick a winner is Monica. All right. Mon Monica doesn't have a, um, she doesn't have a uh, profile picture, but, uh, I'm going to make a note of that. All right. So there's the winner of the book. There are a couple other, let's get rid of that. There are a couple videos, part one. I think there is a contest. No, sorry. Part two of the road trip. You can win a book there about Pennsylvania. And then in part three, spoiler alert, or maybe it's part four, spoiler alert. There will be a, a book about North Carolina that you can win. And I'll ship it anywhere. doesn't matter where you live. I will ship it. So Monica, I will get that book out to you sometime this week. Oh no, Nightbot. Is Nightbot's around? Italo. I really don't think he is. I know Italo. I don't think he is spamming the chat. Is he? Hey, love from Pakistan. Oh, love right back. I'm a huge fan of Pakistan. I would love to visit one day. And if I visit Pakistan, I got I got to visit Mega in India, right? I mean Pakistan and India, they're right next to each other. Pretty big countries though. Pretty big countries. All right, let's see here. First question. Where is it? Oh, Breezy. You have some cellular data. Oh no, are you are you using cellular data to watch me? Man, I need to I need to make this really good then. I need to really help you with your English. The pressure is on. So, Breezy, 
how do you buy purchase oh sorry how do you use buy purchase and other synonyms please note it down and remember it later okay i, I can do it right now um to use buy or purchase those are basically the same verb like i want to buy a new phone i need to purchase a new phone I would say that Americans use buy way more often just because it has one less syllable, buy, purchase. That's a little easier to say buy. So stick with buy. I need to buy a house. I mean, that's really expensive. I want to buy another piece of candy. That's really cheap. We use buy though. We use buy. I need to buy. You might use purchase though for a house or a car man my my car is not working well i need to purchase a new one but you could say buy you could say buy as well same thing did i say hi to alina if not there it is again how are you all right il have a question how many meanings of those words do you know and actually use okay so for fetch I'm thinking just one, just one. We often use this when playing with a dog. You might throw a stick and the dog will fetch it. And it means go get that stick and bring it back to you. So go get that stick, bring it back to you. That's basically fetch. Some people... I think this is mostly in the American South. When you want someone to pass you something that is not nearby, you might hear that person say, hey, can you fetch me? Maybe there is a lazy person on the couch. And maybe there is another person closer to the remote control for the TV. They might say, hey, can you fetch me that remote control? So you might hear that used in that way for people, but for the most part, it's playing a game with a dog. You can play fetch with a dog. The other one, temper, actually might have two meanings. One more common than the other. If somebody has a temper, it means they can get mad. For example, you could lose your temper. And that is another way to say you got really mad. Man, I lost my temper yesterday. Um, what could make you lose your temper? I went into the cupboard and my kids had eaten all the cereal. I lost my temper. That seems a bit extreme to lose your temper, but maybe your car broke down. That old car you have. And you just can't take it anymore. You lost your temper. Urgh. Maybe you kicked the car. That's, that's losing your temper. The other way we use temper, less common, it means to make something not as bad as it once was. Very complicated definition, right? To make something not as bad as it once was. So you might temper... Mm. let's say there's a crowd 
and there's a protest and they're getting angry or we want more money. We want more money. Maybe somebody comes on the stage and they will temper the crowd. Maybe they say, hey, we are working to get you more money. It just means to make something not as bad as it once was to kind of cool it down, temper. Um, I think we use it with cooking as well, but I don't know how to use that. Um, temper. I think it means to reduce the heat on something. I don't know, but the temper in the mad way is way more common. All right. Amina says she has some questions. I'm going to get to that. Yes. I saw those questions before. And I like them. All right. Why is New York so important to America? Um, I guess, well, New York City has the most people of any city in the United States. If you know anything about the history of the United States, the United States, what we know it now, it started on the East Coast, the United States. So the states that are on the East Coast, New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia, those were the first states. And then as you go west, those states came later for the most part. So New York, um, a lot of banking happens in New York. The stock exchange, um, if anybody is buying stocks, the center of the stock exchange is in New York. So, and if you saw the, the road trip, I went through New York uh, a couple of weeks ago. And then uh, Amina wonders, do I prefer to travel alone or with your family? I like both. I really enjoyed that road trip that I went on by myself. I was able to do exactly what I wanted to do. I could film when I wanted to film. So if I am making um, a lesson for this channel, I like to do it without my family just because I can concentrate on making the best lesson possible. If my family is with me, I kind of feel bad saying like, oh, I should be hanging out with them. So I think uh, both. I, I love enjoying when my family and I travel. I love experiencing new things with them. But sometimes I like uh, traveling by myself. So a little of both. A little of both. Hey, Maria's here. Welcome. Vietnam is in the house. How are you? Oh, Turkey. Turkey's in the house. Welcome. Welcome. Ooh, looking through here. Henry. Henry has a question. Is it me or does it smell like up dog in here? What's up, dog? What's up, Henry? Henry might be a fan of the office. That's how, if you want to, if you want to catch your friends off guard, maybe you can ask them that. Is it me or does it smell like up dog in here? And they say, what's up dog? And you could say, not much. What's up with you? What's up dog? What's up dog? All right. Cole, Cole, welcome. Should I read a book or buy a textbook for vocabulary learning? Um, I am a big believer in the input method. So, and I think reading 
or listening, which you are all doing right now. You're listening to a native speaker speak English, hopefully clearly, hopefully slowly enough for you, but not too slow. So I would say, this is, this is a personal opinion. I would say find books that interest you at your level. And if you're just starting out, that can be tricky because the best case scenario is that you will read a book at your level where you know most of the words. Another tip, if you are reading a book and there are five, 10 words on the page that you don't know, try not to look those up. Try to keep on reading and it's okay if you don't know every single word, but you will get used to, okay? You will get used to reading English. I personally think that will help a lot. And there's a lot of research to back this up. I am a big fan of Dr. Stephen Krashen. I know not all English teachers on YouTube are. So I would say that you could read a book that you are interested in for longer than a vocabulary book. You might get very bored with that book and not study as long. So try to find books that are easy enough for you to read where you know most of the words and a subject that you like. Yeah, great question, great question. Junior, I'm stuck at the B2 level. I need more fluency, any recommendations? Yeah, this is a tough one. We have a, uh, let, me, let me get a, let me uh, hydrate here for a second. We have uh, something in English and we call it the intermediate plateau. The intermediate plateau. A plateau is a, a flat piece of land. It's just flat. So when you first start learning English, you might be learning like this every day, every time you read, every time you listen, you're learning new words. But there is a point where in junior is at the B2 level where you're really good at English. You're really good at English and you're reading, you're listening, but you're not being introduced to as many words as when you were a beginner. So this is a real thing. Um, my advice to you, Junior, is I hope you are into native material, stuff that people in the United States or Canada or Britain, the stuff that we enjoy. So watching shows that you enjoy in English, probably without subtitles, reading more challenging books made just for English, native English readers. And you might have to go into the classics, maybe things that were written 100 years ago, 200 years ago, because they might include harder vocabulary. So something like Charles Dickens. I, I love Charles Dickens. It's challenging for native English speakers, but that might really help you. Um, Great Expectations by Charles Dickens. 
one of my favorite books by him. So yeah. Hey, but congratulations. Um, try not to feel too frustrated. Try to congratulate yourself for coming so far though. Nice job, junior. Nice job. Mm. Yawin from Taiwan. Welcome. Oh my gosh. Please come to Pakistan. I would love to come to Pakistan. I watch a YouTuber. His name is Carl Rock. He lives in India. He's from New Zealand. He lives in India. He he married a woman from India and he travels to Pakistan sometimes. I'm like, I would love to do that one day. One day, hopefully. What's the difference between to persuade and convince? It's a great question. I would say that they mean pretty much the same thing. Maybe exactly the same thing. Yeah, so we use these verbs when one person is trying to get another person to do something. Let me give you a couple examples. Um, I have a wife. Her name is Jamie. Maybe you have seen her. She was on a live stream a couple weeks ago with our new puppy, Hank. Um, And maybe, I use this example often, maybe I want Mexican food for dinner. Maybe she wants Italian food. This happens sometimes, even though we both love Italian food and we both love Mexican food. But let's say we were going out to dinner. I really want Mexican. She wants Italian. I may say, Jamie, come on. Imagine sinking your teeth into a gooey taco. Cheese. Come on. You, you want Mexican, don't you? You don't want Italian. So that would me, that would be me trying to convince her to get Mexican food that night or trying to convince her to get Mexican food that night. So let's not make it too complicated. I think those two verbs can be used interchangeably. Yeah. Persuade, convince. I think so. I think so. Let's not make it too difficult, right? All right. Let's see. A pronunciation. This is should be easy, right? Um, sir, please pronounce the first syllable in Monica. Monica. That's how I would pronounce that. Monica. Monica. Yeah. Just like Chandler and Monica from Friends. Love some friends. Love some friends. Italo. Love the road trip videos. Thank you. I think there are two more. I'm editing part three right now. And it's like 30, 40 minutes long. Because I still need to sleep overnight in my car. I'm editing that part. And then spoiler alert. I get a hotel for the second night. It didn't go so well in the uh, in the car. Um, tell us the name of the book. Oh, Italo. I don't know. What, what book are you talking about? What book, Italo? I don't know. What book? Oh, just put some Brazilian. I almost wore my Brazilian flag t-shirt. That's not, that's not. Night, night bought, chill out. I talked about this last time. Nightbot is on a short leash today. I didn't know Nightbot was still moderating. It, 
he or she, they can be pretty picky. Like, come on, Brazilian flags. We love to see that. Nightbot, you're wrong. You're wrong, Nightbot. Ken, welcome. Thank you for becoming a channel member. Make sure you uh, you join us on Discord if you would like. All right. Nargis, glad you could join too. Let me look. Oh, okay. Cole, foe, an enemy. Guess what? Those can be the same thing too. Your enemy is your foe. Yeah. So, foe, foe, show. Don't. That's that's definitely that's definitely some slang instead of like if you want to pretend to sound cool you can say fo show that means for sure fo show but i'm way too old to say that i i don't even know i don't i don't even know if if like young people still say that but if you want to you know try to be cool and you agree with someone hey do you want Mexican food tonight? Oh, show. Oh, show. Be careful, though. I'm I'm way too old. Way too old to be saying that. Yawin, of course. Hey, thank you for becoming a channel member. And I do believe last week, Yawin sent a super chat. So thank you for that. All right. Shevket from Turkey. Turkey's in the house. I think Semra was here, too. So Turkey is definitely in the house. I see Mahdi. Saudi Arabia is in the house. I, I never use a dictionary at reading. I try to understand the topic and guess the words. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great, um, that's a great uh, way to try to do something. It's a great strategy. Um, oftentimes we'll use like the context. If you ever hear me, it's exactly what Shevket was talking about, the context. So let's say you have a sentence and it has 10 words and you know, eight of them. Like you, if you can read that sentence and kind of guess at what those two words, you don't know what they mean and just keep on going, that's okay. And when you first encounter a word, you're not going to remember it. It's probably going to take five, 10 different times of seeing that word, but you will remember it and it won't be that much work. I hope it doesn't feel like that much work. Daniello, just, just ask it right in the chat and I will get to it. As Mega said, right? You can just ask right here in the chat and uh, I will do my best to get to all the questions. Oh, Mary, have I tried Clubhouse for my Italian? Yes, I have. I have. I'm too scared to talk, but I have gone into Clubhouse. It's a different app. Um, I think they are letting everybody in now. At one time, you needed a friend to let you in. And uh, Linda from Italy was my friend. She let me in. No, it wasn't Linda. Oh no, I forgot who, oh no, who was it? She's from Brazil. She lives in California. She let me in. Her name is escaping me. It wasn't Linda. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I forgot. I'm sorry. 
but I was, uh, I was let in by somebody and it is great. There are a couple English, um, clubhouse clubhouse. If you don't know the app, it is where you can, you can get into this app and people speak. You do not have to get on camera. So that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Raphael, New York has hundreds of imposing skyscrapers, doesn't it? Hmm. Let's talk about that word imposing. Imposing, it's something that kind of scares you. And definitely a skyscraper could be imposing. It could be looking down on you. So if you feel a little frightened by those skyscrapers, yeah, you could call them imposing. A lot of small children might fear when their parents lose their temper. It's a little imposing. It's like something is hanging over them. If someone is, um, if something is imposing, you might see this kind of, oh no, imposing. Ah, they have a lot of, they have a lot of skyscrapers, but I don't know if they're imposing. Amina, I really appreciate you becoming a channel member. So I'm happy to answer. Um, my son is going to be going away to school next year, next week. My son is going to be going away to school for hockey next week. Luckily he will only be an hour away, but he, an hour away. So we will see him every weekend. He'll probably come home, um, on the weekends, but he is going to be traveling to, Sweden this year, I think. I think it's Sweden. It might be Finland. Sweden or Finland and I believe Slovenia. I think or Slovakia. He's going to be traveling. So, I think, you know, he likes to travel with us, but I also think he's going to have some fun traveling on his own. Yeah. Is deprive from something grammatically correct. I do think so. Yeah. So you could deprive yourself from food. And if you do that, we call it fasting. You could deprive yourself from, it's usually when something is good and you're keeping it away from yourself, you're not giving it to yourself. Um, so deprive yourself of food was the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. You could deprive yourself from fun though. I don't know why you would do that, but. Um, Zoe, do you ever say to have an observant? Um, no, 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 no. Um, observant is usually used as an adjective. Okay. But we could use observation. That's the noun form. So you could say, I have an observation. Hey, Sita from Brazil. Welcome. You could say, I have an observation. And as a teacher, I have an observation a couple times a year. When we use the verb observe, um, that's something to do with look. 
So with what Zoe said before, observant, we would use that as describing a person. So if somebody is observant, it means they notice things. So a small baby could be observant. You know, maybe they're only a couple weeks old, but they're they're looking all around, they're noticing things in their world. That's observant. Observation. My boss, my principal, sometimes comes into my classroom to watch me teach. They need to make sure I'm not doing a bad job. So a couple times a year, um, I will have an observation. Somebody will come watch me. Somebody will come observe me. So observe. It's pretty tough, right? You can observe something. You can be observant and you can have an observation. Three words, pretty much the same root word, but uh, thank you, Sita. It was Lena. It was definitely Lena. It was definitely Lena. No, thank you. Yeah, so I had to give Lena my phone number. She she didn't give me a prank call ever, so that's good. And when you prank call somebody, it, it often means you call them and then you just hang up. Maybe you call them in the middle of the night, hang up, or you say some rude things, or you breathe heavy in the phone. Yeah, that's rude. That's rude. That's rude. All right, uh, Amina, what is the fastest way to learn English? Uh, how about this? I don't think there is a fast way. I think it takes a lot of hard work. And I have spoken to Amina. Her English is very good. And that tells me she has put in a lot of hard work. A lot of hard work. That's how you learn English or any language. It's a lot of hard work. Constantine, what is the level of English in books of Stephen King? I would say that's probably B2 or C1. Um, man, some of them are really, really complicated. I would say C1. It's definitely made for native speakers. Um, I, I can't reach my Stephen King books right now, but um, yeah, they, they are tough. So if you can get through a book from Stephen King, you're doing well. You are doing well. I would say at least a B2, maybe close to C1. So that's my, my goal for Italian is a B2. I don't think I can ever get to C1. C1 is really tough, even in, you know, in English. Some of you might be at a C1, but um, if just let me know. Does everybody know that scale used for English learning? You probably do. If anybody wants me to go over that, like A1 or could be A0, A0, A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2, just let me know. I can probably go over that really quickly. What's that? I don't, <laughs> Chef Cat. I don't, I don't know who pays for the drinks. I don't know. Um, Mary. Mary from Iran. How are you? Um, where can I use the term illicit 
Yeah. Can you please give um, context? Yes. Elicit. Um, that means something that is very obvious, something that is very obvious. Um, but I'm wondering how we would use it. Elicit, elicit instructions. Let me look that up. I think, I think So let's just, let's just share this right here and then we can kind of, I don't want to make a mistake here. So this is a very tough, I've spoken to Mary as well. So she is definitely, I don't know, B2, maybe C1. Um, She's at a very high level here. So let me share the screen. And then we can look at elicit together. Okay. So elicit, as you can see, evoke or to draw out. And we're talking about a response, an answer, or a fact. So the most of the time I hear elicit instructions. Like there is no doubt about it. You want it to be very clear. So um, it's, 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 it's maybe elicit a response. We could do that too. Elicit a response. So maybe a teacher would create questions to elicit a response. So instead of a teacher asking, Hey, did you have a good day? You could say yes or no. That really doesn't elicit a great response. A teacher could ask, how was your day? That little difference in the question, how, it makes the person respond more. So elicit a response. I don't know, maybe, maybe torture. Maybe if someone's being tortured, that would elicit a response from someone. So um, yeah, elicit, I don't even want to go into it, but we have another word, explicit which I think I get confused with sometimes explicit. My gosh. Mm. All right. Lucian. I know Lucian. Lucian is from Romania. Hope all is going well there, but I think this could um, help. Oh, Lena, let me get to this one next too. I love link. I love link. Okay. I have one problem. I've always struggled with English pronunciation and it seems so impossible for impossible for me. If I want to write down a word that I've never seen before, I always misspell it. Yeah. Welcome to my world. I am a horrible speller. Um, one thing that you can do that, that I do sometimes when I want to work on my pronunciation at home is I get out Google translate. I know. Some people don't like Google Translate. Like, oh, you know what? Google Translate isn't horrible. Come on. It's not bad. And it's free, Google. And what I do, because I learn, nah, it's too bright. I learn Italian. I want to learn some other languages, but so I put on my Italian. And you see that little microphone there? I touch that. Grazie mille. So 
I just said thank you very much. It picked up some other stuff. But a lot of times when you're working on your pronunciation, you can use Google Translate. And thanks a thousand. So with Google Translate, it's free. You can speak into your phone. And if your phone can understand you, pretty good. You did well, right? Well, maybe you didn't do so well. So Lucian, you can write down whatever you want in that little box. And then Google Translate will do a pretty good job of pronouncing it. So I use Google Translate quite a bit to, to hear how, you know, the exact thing that I write down, how that works. Now, let's talk about what Alina said. And I actually do, I think in the, in the comments, sorry, in the um, description box, I do have, I think it's 10% off or there is a, there is a code for link. Um, and I do love link. I, I use it right, right there. Link. Boom. Link is right there. And I do use link to study Italian. It's great. You can take my videos, put them right into link. Um, so I do use link. Yes. And it says, I know, uh, 4,626 words, but I lost my streak a couple days ago. So yeah, Alina, do you use link? Maybe I should do a video on link. Um, the, uh, the creator of link, um, Steve Kaufman, um, I had been talking with his people and he, he was going to come on. Um, I probably could get him to come on and talk, but link, I think can be great. Link can be great. Duolingo can be great. You know, I think if you're watching and understanding most of what I say, Duolingo probably wouldn't help you too much, but it's good for starting out. Brazil's in the house. Um, yes, mega the Caribbean islands or the Caribbean islands. So those are islands in the Caribbean sea or the Caribbean sea. You will hear both pronunciations in the United States. I promise. I promise. Just looking through the chat. Hey, new channel member a couple days ago. Zeke, Zeke. I don't know. Maybe you are, uh, maybe you are in, um, the discord already. If you are a channel member, not in the discord, I don't know. You can maybe join it. Um, I don't know any of my interest in a book or even a favorite genre. I'm a flexible, flexible person. Can you suggest some? Yeah. Um, it depends on your, your level. Um, if you're at a, I see this right here. Jaleese would like to know a little bit about B1 or B2. So if you are at, let's say A1, just starting out. If you're at an A1, you probably can't understand what I say. 
A2, you're getting better. If you are at an A1 or an A2, there's a, let's see if I can pull it up. Um, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. These are made for, these are made for children. But I read them. Uh, my students read them. Let's see, can I? Yeah, so if you're A1, A2, that means you're a beginner. You're just starting out. There is a series called Diary of a Wimpy Kid. There are pictures in Diary, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. That might help you. Even if you are at a B1, these might help. And when I say B1 or B2, we might call that intermediate, which I think most of you are at right now. I would assume if you are watching this and understanding what I am saying, you're probably at a B1 or a B2. B2, um, it's a great level to be at. That means you can have conversations with native speakers. Those native speakers are not struggling to understand you. And you can also watch movies, television shows in English without too much trouble. That's B1 and B2. Now, if you are at a C1 or a C2, C2 is difficult. It's, I think a lot of my students who are 13 and 14 native English speakers, most of them born in the United States, they're not C2. C2 is a really hard level to get to, but I think B2, C1, if you are there, congratulations. A lot of hard work went into getting you there. Shea, hi. How are you? Uh-oh. A little late. That's a breezy. I thought you were here before it started. I saw a couple comments. Um, studying English literature, a mix between literature and English. Uh, let's talk about uh, prose versus poetry. Yeah, breezy's using some very, very English teacher words, words that I use with my students. Um, prose. That's what most books are written in, prose. It's basically, if it's not poetry, it's prose. And a short story, it just means it's not as long as a novel. A novel is a book that's fake. Like it's not a, it's not a real, it's not written about real life. So if you were reading a biography about Albert Einstein, that's not a novel. It's a book, but a novel is fiction. So Diary of a Wimpy Kid, that would be a novel. It's fake, so we call it fiction. Breezy with the English. All right, what's the difference between a group, a team, a squad, and a crew? I mean, they all could be, they all could be the same thing. It's just, you know, a, a bunch of people together. A team, though, is usually competing for something. 
So you might have a basketball team, but you could also have a team at work and maybe they are working on a project together. So when I hear crew, I think of, you know, a bunch of friends. I'm going out with my crew tonight. We're going to go to the club, something I'm not, but maybe somebody is a squad that reminds me of some kind of sports. So, um, squad football team could be a squad. Yeah. But there's a group of people almost, almost interchangeably. And sometimes they definitely are used interchangeably. Excuse me. Can you explain the word salvage? Yeah, sure. Um, I heard it a lot lately. Some people say the car might be salvaged, especially if it's coming out of, I don't know what, what's that say? What's that say? But salvage, we use that when something, mm, the, the car could definitely be salvaged. Let's say it's an older car and it's just been like abandoned. People haven't been using it for a long time. If you salvage it, it's almost like save it. If you salvage it, it's almost like you're saving it. So you might give it a new paint job. You might paint it. You might fix any problems that it has. So you could salvage it. Salvage is used when the items are older. Often they haven't been used for a long time and somebody wants to save it. So think of salvage and save. Uh, the same thing. Let's say there's a married couple, a married couple, they could try to salvage their relationship. Maybe they are fighting all the time, but they want to work it out. So you might say, can we salvage this relationship? Can we save this? Who knows? Maybe they go to counseling or something like that. Was this? I don't know all of these, but oh, I'm looking forward to your collaboration between mm, English. Yeah, I've seen her. Aussie Eng English with Lucy. Hey, I would love to collab with them one day. Um, my buddy, Bob the Canadian. Not sure if you know him. I know most people do. He will be going live in about an hour, but he just did a collaboration with English with Lucy. And, um, I don't remember her name, but it's uh, another huge English teacher from the United States. I'm sure somebody, somebody knows what's her name, but uh, it was great. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I, I learned something from watching that collaboration because was it English with Emily? Um, Vanessa English with Vanessa, maybe. Um, of course I knew the American slang that they were talking about. And I knew most of the Canadian slang, but the British slang, it was interesting. I'm not sure if you noticed, I did a collab with uh, English Arts Academy, Karis, on her channel. We talked a little bit about the difference between British English and American English. That is always fun. As a native English speaker from the United States, I love hearing British English. It's, it's so cool. I, I like all that different stuff. And English with Lucy actually asked Bob that she created a question. 
that made Bob the Canadian say, A. That's great. We, you might hear that in the United States where I live when we just put a little question tag at the end of a sentence. Hey, that was a good movie, eh? But we often will say, that's a good movie, huh? That was a good movie, right? So yeah, uh, it's on English with Lucy's channel. So was it, wait, wait, was it Rachel? Was it Vanessa? I don't know. I'm, I'm confused. Let's see. A lot of people saying hi to each other. It looks like sunshine is here. How are you? Hope all is well in Armenia. Uh, Yawin says, yeah, the wimpy kid books are amazing. If I could, not all of them though. If, if you're going to only read one, I am going to suggest dog days, dog days. And the, the author is actually from Massachusetts, which is not that far. Oh, Rachel, maybe it was Rachel. English with Rachel. Yeah. Dog days. He's from Massachusetts, just right next to my state of Maine. Sunshine is in the house. Armenia is well represented. Maria, Maria is cleaning the house. looks like no finished with the cleaning. All right. Hope all is well. Hope all is well in Armenia. Yeah, Sunshine, could you one day talk about Hawaiian culture or life? Yeah, um, Sunshine, I have been doing a series of states. See, we did New York, right? California, Florida, and Texas. So we've done we've done four states, and the next one is Hawaii. So yes, Sunshine, that will happen um, this winter. So the summer was all about me trying to get out, do some road trips, ride some roller coasters. And this winter, this fall and winter, I will get back into the, the, the Hawaii. Got to do Hawaii next. I did a poll. Uh, most people picked Hawaii. Uh, I'm going to do another cooking, cooking series. There will be a poll out this week. Like what I did borscht. Not sure if you saw the borscht cooking one that I did last fall, but I'm going to be cooking dishes from around the world. And we'll take a dish from, I have a whole list. Um, the most famous dish in Argentina. I see Maria here or the most famous dish in Indonesia. I wrote that one down too. And I will try to cook it. And at the same time, teach some English cooking terms or just other terms that we use as we cook. So, okay, I can do this, Shaya. Please pronounce opportunity, opportunity. I hope everyone has an opportunity to study English today. And if you're watching this, I bet you are studying your English. Oh, geez, breezy. You are definitely an English. Mary, Steve Kaufman. Yep. Love, love. And Mary is, I would consider Mary an expert in learning English because if you have ever spoken to Mary, her English, very high. And she's a native Persian speaker. So, you know, Persian, English, those two languages are not related as much as 
you know, English and Italian for an English speaker to learn Italian. It's, it's much easier. Um, but for Persian native Persian speaker to learn English at the, let me just hit the microphone. Yeah. To, I, they say Italians talk with their hands, right? Like I think Americans we talk with our hands quite a bit too. I don't, what does that mean in Italian? Hmm? 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 Uh, yeah, we talk a lot with our hands, but yeah, Mary's level is really high. And Steve Kaufman's whole idea is listen to English as much as you can. Listening, listening, listening. I know, um, I can't remember his name right now, but uh, Kangaroo English. He came out against listening and Steve Kaufman and Dr. Krashen. Ah, Mariposa. Is job shadowing the same as an observation in school? Just a synonym. Great question. Great question. No, when you job shadow, that means somebody wants that job. So they are getting training. Like literally, if you uh, if you shadow in English, it's a great way to work on pronunciation. If you shadow, you repeat or try to speak the same way a native English speaker speaks, right? So shadowing is the same thing. If a student in college wanted to become a teacher, their last year in college, they might do job shadowing. And that means they would go to a school, follow around a teacher. It's almost like they would be their shadow. So if you've ever stood in the sun and you've seen your shadow, like I'm here, you're here. You're learning how to do the job shadowing. Yeah. So an observation is more like the boss is watching the employee to make sure they're doing a good job, you know, give them some tips. Give them some tips. Yeah, Shraf, how are you? Yeah, I'm back. I've been back for a couple weeks on that road trip. I think I went at the end of July. Just takes a long time to edit, to put the music in, to put the words on the screen. Yeah, B1. Hey, congratulations, B1. That's hard work. That does not happen overnight. If something happens overnight, it means it happens quickly. So becoming a B1 English speaker, yeah, that takes years, right? What, two, three years maybe? Fafa, what does Epers mean? I don't know. Epers. I have never heard Epers. So a lot of times, if I have never heard it, um, it's probably not that common. Because I, uh oh, oh no, we're going to Urban uh, Urban Dictionary. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> urban Dictionary. Uh, often you can. I don't. I, don't I, I worry about Eper. Apparently, it is a word. I see something about, I don't know, sexy on there. Hey, let's do this really quickly. Just as a thank you to all channel members. 
Let's do this. This is open to channel members. We'll do this for about five minutes. Just as a thank you to channel members. Ooh, creeping crap. Okay, let's get to that too. Oh, some good, uh, some good. Okay, Eepers. Okay, we're on um, members only for just a minute here. I I don't even dare to talk about Eepers. What does that mean? Let me see here. Eepers. A person who has liked a particularly funny and large Facebook page, almost like a mini community. Okay. Okay. I don't know about the sexy thing. I better not even talk about that, but it seems like it's a person who likes a funny Facebook page. All right. That scared me. I didn't know where that was going to go, but does that help? Eeper? Eeper? I don't know. All right. Duolingo. Not a fan. You know, if I, I would like to learn Spanish, Portuguese one day, I might start off with Duolingo again. I think for to learn the language at a very basic level, Duolingo can be helpful. But after a while, it's just, um, yeah, no way. Constantine, you just started the long walk. I can't get it, but I do have the long walk in Italian. It's tough. If you can read the long walk in English, your English, Constantine, is pretty good. Don't feel badly if you get tripped up on certain words. You get tripped up. You know, if you get tripped up, you don't understand some words, just try to keep on reading and hopefully you will, uh, you will understand. Yeah, very nice, Constantine. All right, pylon. What does that mean? Um, we would use that as like a traffic cone, traffic cone. Let's see, pull up a picture here. Probably had some on the road trip. There's construction. Let's see, can I share this? Yeah, right here. So those are pylons. Those are pylons. Boom. Right there. Hope that helps. Probably just easier to show a picture, right? Of a pylon. Um, I literally don't understand creep and crap. Oh. Crap is a good word, right? Um, crap, we, I could do a whole video probably. I won't. I could probably do a whole video on crap. Um, well, when, you know, when you go to the bathroom, maybe you might have to, um, you might have to do that. But we often just say, um, if something is crap, it's not good. Like, the, oh, that TV show I watched last night. Pfft, yeah, don't watch that. It's crap. It's just another way to say, not good, not good. Man, I have a lot of crap to do today. That just means you have a lot of things that you don't really want to do, but you have to do them. That's just, I got a lot of crap to do today. Um, creep though. Um, you could use it as a verb. Like I am going to creep all out to the kitchen, meaning walk softly. Maybe you're getting a midnight snack and you don't want to wake up the rest of your family. So you might creep out to the kitchen and get into the refrigerator. 
very quietly, creep. So it could mean walk softly, walk quietly, but you might also say, that dude is a creep. That means not a nice person. Let me give you an example of a creep. So this happened a couple days ago on a Facebook page. I saw it. Um, this guy in our local Walmart in our local Walmart was taking pictures of women without their permission. That's a creep. If you don't know exactly what the definition of creep was before, some guy who takes pictures of women in a Walmart without their permission, it's a creep. Okay. So hopefully that, that helps. Hopefully that helps. I'm looking through some work. Oh, you know what? My, my comment stopped. StreamYard, come on, man. Help me out. My, my comments, uh, just stopped, but a couple channel members are talking. Ingvid has some great teachers, great lessons. You know, English with Lucy is not part of Ingvid. Yeah. Ingvid has like millions of subscribers, but, um, if I remember they're only a teacher in front of a whiteboard, so that can be cool. Um, I don't think they're getting on roller coasters though, but, uh, yeah, mega some creepers in Walmart, right? Some creepers in Walmart. All right. Let's get back. How do I get back to everybody here? No, not everybody. Subscribers only. We're back to subscribers only. You know why? Because that cuts down, that cuts down on the spammers. So if somebody comes by and just wants to spam the chat, they have to be a subscriber for at least five minutes. All right. Looking back through, we got that right. Pylon. We got that one. Got that one. Sunshine is sending some good vibes. Hey, we could all use good vibes, right? Good vibes. Sunshine says Parisian or Persian. Sorry. Persian is a cool language. I would agree. I would agree. Um, but Armenian it's such a cool script. It's a very cool way that um, the Armenian language is written. Giselle, it'll be awesome. Oh no. What will be awesome? I need, I need to do another American slang video. It's changing all the time. And once I start hanging out with my students in the classroom, I'm sure I will I will um, get a lot of a lot of slang. All right. I don't know who that is, but that could be epic. The collab, the collab. I think we got a couple collabs on the horizon. A couple collabs in the future here. Ooh. Yes. Check that out. Hey, in Bob the Canadian. He is going to be going live in about a half an hour. I don't think I can stay on for that long. Oh, so, oh, I should know that. 
Mahdi. Earlier, I didn't know what SA meant. I should know. Saudi Arabia. Mahdi. All right, looking back through. Okay. Alina, yeah. So Ingvid videos, plug for them. I don't think they know I exist, but um, yeah. So I bet they can be helpful. There's, a, there's an older lady on there. I've watched a little bit of her stuff. She's very good. She might be in her 60s, still teaching away, still doing a, doing a great job. Oh, Sunshine, this is a great question. I think I did a video on this. I think Zoe asked me um, like last year to do a video on this, but this can be helpful. So if something is in demand, it means people want it. So if you remember at the beginning of the shutdown, let's call it that, uh, toilet paper was in demand. Remember we had all of those jokes like, oh, I can't find toilet paper. So if something is sought after, if people want something, it's in demand. Now on demand is a little different. If you talk about a streaming service like Netflix, you know, all of their TV shows and movies are available to stream. They're available on demand. It just means anytime you want it, you can have it. So it's not like the old days. And I know some of you are as old as I am. It was so hard back in my day. If I wanted to hear a song, I had to wait for it to play on the radio. Or I had to go buy the CD or the tape or the record. Now, I just push a button. It's on demand. Anytime I want to listen to it, I just play it. Anytime I want to watch that show on Netflix, it's on demand. So it's available to you 24 7, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I met one or two new words in a page. Oh, Harry Potter. That, thank you for that, Cole. That might be a great. That might be a great series of books you could read if you are B1, B2, C1, definitely, definitely, yeah. One or two new words on a page? No, just keep reading. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good level right there. Only one or two new words a page? That happens to me like when I read Stephen King, English teacher. I've been speaking English for like 45 years. I will still encounter new words, maybe one or two, a page. Yeah. So yeah, if I, I like looking up words, if the word looks interesting to me, I will look it up. Sometimes I keep a little notebook of new words and I don't have any of them down here, but I do. Um, it just depends. Just depends. Wait, Semra was sleeping. Now I, so Semra is a channel member and we talk quite a bit on the discord server. If anybody would like to become a channel member. Um, and I know that Semra doesn't sleep a lot. So it surprised me. 
that she was sleeping. Well, welcome, Semra. Semra is up often all night. And uh, Amina and I, Amina lives in Canada. We're on the same time zone. I think Maria is on the same time zone. Semra will be chatting with us when it's really late in Turkey sometimes. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, Mega. I, I don't know about that. The creeps. Um, yeah, his picture was put on that Facebook page. And um, his name will probably come out. Oh, Amina has to go shopping. Saturday is her shopping day. All right, Mary. Um, and Mary, Mary and I tried to chat a couple months ago and, um, it was not easy. Was it Mary? I'm sorry. We never got to chat. I think our governments were keeping us away. Um, when someone barks up the wrong tree, what does that mean? Um, that means somebody is trying to, a lot of times it's convince. We can go back to that word. A lot of times when someone barks up the wrong tree, all right, Amina has to go, Amina, see you later. Um, when someone barks up the wrong tree, it means they are doing it the wrong way. Like maybe they are trying to convince somebody to do something and it's not going to work. For example, with Jamie, my wife and I, when we are trying to figure out or trying to decide where we are going to eat. And I say, hey, Jamie, come on. You know you want Mexican food tonight, right? You don't want Italian food. She could say, you are barking up the wrong tree. I really want Italian. So that means when you're trying to get someone to do something and it's not going to work, barking up the wrong tree. Maybe I assign some homework to my students. And one student is saying, no, please. I have a soccer game tonight. I, I, I can't do the homework tonight. I could say, hey, listen, you're barking up the wrong tree. You, you got that homework. I'm not going to change my mind. That's barking up the wrong tree. I don't know where it comes from. It must be a dog, some kind. I, I don't know. Bark is on trees though. They're tree bark. Makes me, makes me think of a dog. Um, so on a whim, on a whim, what does that mean? On a whim. It means when you do something without thinking about it. So if I wanted to travel to North Carolina again today, right now, no planning, I could say I went on that trip on a whim. I didn't even think about it. Um, you know, I started learning Italian on a whim. There's, you know, one day I want to visit Italy, but I thought, you yeah, know, that would be kind of fun. There's no reason for me to do it. I just did it on a whim. I just started learning Italian on a whim, didn't plan it out, just decided one day, eh, let's try something new. So I help, I hope that helps. Oh, an afternoon nap, an afternoon nap. Right. Any last minute questions? Because I do need to get going pretty soon. If I missed your question, I am sorry. 
All right, Maria says the Oxford and Longman dictionaries are the best. All right. Maria has a very high level in English, so I trust her. All right, any, 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 any last one? Um, yep. So there is a, probably a link Yeah, I might even be able to put it here in the chat. It does cost a little bit of extra money, but, and Monica is the winner of that. Let's see here. I could probably put that link in the description somehow. If you would like to become a channel member, yeah, why not? Why not? Hey, Nikita is a new channel member. I would like to thank him. He became a channel member yesterday. Um, unfortunately, you know, not all countries allow channel members and stuff like that. So, but if you would like to become a channel member, there is a link right there. You can check it out right there. Um, I thought there was a, another question here. Daniello, let's take a look at this. Can you name, oh, the amount of words that English learners should know to speak fluently? Okay. Yeah, this is a super difficult question to answer because I don't think all words are created equal. Um, I've heard the number 10,000. I've heard 10,000. But it, it depends on the words, I think. What? Oh, World Moon. I'll get that. Uh, I'll get to you in a minute. Um, Ten thousand. That's what I've heard, but it depends on the words. Um, you know, when you're talking about the the verb to be, I am, you are, we use that all the time. So it depends on the word. Those words are more important than a word like serendipity. Man, that's a really hard English word. Like if you know that, great. I just don't think it will help you that much in conversation. So it's really hard to put a number on the amount of words that you need. But I have heard 10,000. Okay. Shea says 10,000 for B1. That is what I've heard. That's what I've heard. I don't know. Yeah. But... Azik, please tell me how to say that in the Discord server. Um, Four thousand. Yeah, that's a that that's a great number. Um, Link says that I know over four thousand words in Italian, but ooh. yeah, um, it's really hard. Yeah, make sure stay tuned for Bob the Canadian. He will be on in twenty five minutes. Maybe maybe I'll stay on until. Bob the Canadian comes on and I can push, push people towards Bob the Canadian's channel. If he, if he, he, I think he's going right at, um, about 25 minutes. So if you would like to stay on until then, Ezek, Ezeds, better to mount. He said, I'm sorry. I love the, uh, I love the profile picture though. Hey, you know, that's so true. Chef Cat, everything changes day to day. We have a lot of slang. Look at this. I-L. We use 20 to 30,000 words. 
I don't know. Maybe we do. Yeah. English has so many, so many words. Looks like Mega has to get going. Yeah. See, I'm, see you, Mega. I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. See, there was a question up here I wanted to get to. Right there. Oh, no, I can't find it now. Okay. Yeah. World Moon. It's okay. I try to understand what you say. I'm not very good at English. Well, you you typed out a sentence that I can read that makes sense to me, which is very good. Um, I don't think you used Google Translate because there are, you know, English should be capitalized. I think you did well. I think you did well. But that's that's the whole thing. Um, you, I think a lot of YouTube teachers will do a video called I can understand, but I can't speak. So I think that happens to a lot of people learning a language. I'm sure that has happened to a lot of people in here. You will always know more words when you read or listen than you can actually use in a conversation. That will, that's the, that's true for English native speakers, right? Like I can read and understand way more words than I can actually use. So that means you are putting something in your passive vocabulary. Your passive vocabulary means you can read it and you can hear it and you know what it means. If you can take that word and bring it into your active vocabulary, that now means you can use it with output. You can write, use it correctly in writing or when you're speaking. Just keep at it. Just keep listening. Just keep reading. Just keep speaking when you can. I do want to make a video on how to find a language partner, um, but it just takes time. And World Moon, think about where you are now. What is it? August, August 14th, 2021. Keep working at it. And I bet next year you are going to be so much further. We can't think about learning English day to day. I think we need to think about it month to month, year to year. And when you look back, you can be very impressed with yourself. Wow. I worked really hard for a year. I know so much more English. So it takes time. You're in the right place. You're on YouTube. You're listening. Um, it will happen. It will happen. Whoa. I don't know. Is it 600,000 words in English? Wow. I, I had heard that number was 100,000 words in English. It's crazy. Crazy. Look at that. Oh, no, don't. Oh, I thought you said, don't tune out Bob. Bob the Canadian's awesome. Bob the Canadian's awesome. So yeah, if you haven't subscribed to his channel, check his channel out. I think we're very similar. Oh, Lucia had to go. Hope you're doing well. Ruddy. No, it's Rudy, right? We from um, the Dominican Republic. For a minute, we thought it might have been Ruddy, but it's Rudy. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, Giselle, that's going to happen, right? I can understand almost 100% of what you say, 
but you can't speak very well. It's okay, Giselle. It's going to happen. I promise. There is a channel I love watching. His name is Matt versus Japan. He listened. Now he listened a lot. He listened, I think it was eight to 10 hours a day. He was trying to learn Japanese. He didn't speak that much. He listened, listened, listened. And in about five years, he got to a pretty good speaking level in Japanese. He's an English speaker. So Giselle, if I had to guess, you might be a native Spanish or Portuguese speaker. It's not going to take you five years. I promise it won't take you five years. Hard work, two, three, two, three years, you should be pretty good. And then, you know, after that, when you're finding speaking partners, all right, Abuba, what's the slang term deep pockets mean? What does that mean? If somebody has deep pockets, it means they have a lot of money. They have a lot of money. Google owns YouTube. Google has some deep pockets. They have a lot of money. That is a big business right there, Google. So big that Google has become a verb for looking for something on the internet. I don't know the answer. I'm going to Google it. I mean, Google, Google's a company. And now it has become the verb we use to look for things. Google has deep pockets. Philippe, I've been well. I hope you have been well as well. I hope you've been well too. I hope you've also been well. Look at this. Oh, how to have an English girlfriend. Ooh, man, you do not want my advice on that. Now, I would, I would probably steer you in the wrong direction. I would lead you the wrong way. I've been married to my wife for 20 years. I don't, I, 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 I couldn't give you any advice on how to get a girlfriend. That would be wrong. Yeah, I would, I would, pro, I, yeah, that'd be bad. Yeah. Uh, I might know some people that could help you with that, but I don't, I don't know. Oh, Philippe, I'm glad you're here. I haven't participated in the stream for a long time, but I'm always watching the videos. Awesome. I bet your English is getting better. But truth is, I haven't been live streaming for a little while. So, and I don't think I, uh, I don't think I will be able to do it next week. Hey, really quickly here. This comes from a channel member. Uh, her name is Nori. And she left a question in the Discord. So Nori is wondering about Sunshine. We, and Sunshine's in the chat maybe still from uh, Armenia. But Panthera Nori is wondering uh, that we often use Sunshine, like being the sunshine of somebody's life. And then Adriana from Poland left that, that song a link to a song. And a lot of times, and I know we did this to my children, parents will sing songs to their children before they go to bed. And one of the songs we used to sing to our children is you are my sunshine. And it goes something like this. 
uh, and I'm not going to sing it, but you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. So we will often use like when the bright light of the sun, you know, if it's been cold and you go outside and that sun warms you up, we will often use sunshine when it warms a person up. So a person's children could be the sunshine of their life. You know, it just, it makes them feel good when they, they see them or they, they hang out with them. So just want to uh, help Nori. What? I don't, I don't know how to change the, uh, the theme. I think you can do dark mode. Can't you on your phone? We'll try to fix that. I don't want your eyes to hurt. You became a channel member and my gift back to you was to hurt your eyes. I feel bad. I feel bad. I feel bad. Hey, Hey, I thank you. Thank you. I try. I try to be, I've been doing it for a long time. So, um, I hope I can. All right. I hope I can be a good teacher. Let's see, you know what I'm not very good at right now is getting rid of getting rid of that. That took me a while. The technology. We're all in the same boat when it comes to talking to natives. That was trash. Hey, but the more you do it, the better you will get. I love it. And you used a term that we often use. If we're all in the same boat, that means we all experience the same thing. So Abu Ba, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. It's when, when you're talking to natives to the, at the right at the beginning, you probably will be trash, but that's okay. That's okay. The more you do it, the better you will get. The important part is that you tried. It's good. Happy for you. Nice job, man. Nice job. That's a great attitude to have. Hey, I'm going to be awful at the beginning, but that's okay. I'm going to keep getting better. Look at that, huh? You are my sunshine. Oh, yeah. If I think about it too long, I will start crying. So <laughs> I definitely don't want to think about that too long, especially with my son going away to school next week. But luckily, he will only be gone during the week. But he will be staying at his school. Um, yeah later on. Hey, that's exactly right. Yawan. I love that encouragement. You will get better and better each week. I, I talked to Yawin earlier this summer. I think we chatted for about 60 minutes. Yawin is very good at English also. And her native language is Taiwanese, not, um, very similar to English. Those two languages are pretty far apart. Not like Italian and English, Spanish and English, Portuguese and English. All right. Sportsmanship. If someone has good sportsmanship, we often use this when they are playing a sport and they compete. That's for sure. They want to win but they do it the right way. They do it in a clean way. They play by the rules. That is what sportsmanship means. I hope that helps. Hope that helps. All right. So 
at this point, I think we're getting close to Bob the Canadian will be going live in about 10 minutes. If there are no extra questions. Oh, Yawen. Yawen, hey, I'm going to talk to Yawen for a second. Thank you so much for the super sticker. I have a little something here, a little something here, a little something here. Hang on. Here we go. One, two, three. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Hey, Yawen, that means so much. Thank you. And Yawen's a channel member. It, um, it really helps out the channel. Um, you know, I do this for free, but the little super stickers, the super chats, the channel memberships, it definitely helps. Yeah. Yawin's good. Yawin's very good. Hey, but, but Semra, Semra is good too. I've talked to Semra before also. All right. So, um, in about 10 minutes, yeah, Bob, the Canadian will be going live. Check out his channel, Bob, the Canadian can't miss him. He just hit 800,000 subscribers. He is a rock star. Um, check out my channel this week. We'll have part three of the road trip, maybe part four. I'm editing right now and it's like 40 minutes, part three. So I might have to break it up into two parts. So there'll be four parts total of the road trip. I also filmed another one, about 10 English terms native speakers use with, with I. So I have my eye on you. I'll be keeping my eye on you. That's one of them. That's one of them. What? Oh, Philippe. Yeah. I jumped off a bridge. That was a lot of fun to make bridge jumping. That was fun. Oh, talk about that. I jumped. Yeah. So that bridge is not too far from my house and my son and I over the past few summers, we go to that bridge. The water is it's pretty clean. It's not super clean. It's pretty clean. And um, I went there by myself. There was nobody else there. And I did an English lesson about prepositions. You know, I walked across the bridge. I jumped from the bridge. And I had my camera that was waterproof. And I jumped in. About six minutes, but I think it taught prepositions very well. Uh, and another super chat. Thank you. Even though I can't say your name correctly, and I have burned your eyes with the Discord server, still giving me a super chat. I do appreciate that. I will try not to burn your eyes, and I will work on pronouncing your name correctly, Ezek. Is it oh, thank you so much for the super chat. That's great. That's great. I'm sorry. I will work on that in the, the Discord server. Try not to burn your eyes out. Yeah, I also did the, uh, the McDonald's. I literally slept in my car overnight. I think that was 24 hours. I went to McDonald's, parked in the parking lot, taught English, but I stayed there for 24 hours. I think we went down the street to get some tacos at El Pacho's, but for the most, and we went to the Dollar Tree, I think, and got some snacks. But yeah, for the most part, that was a lot of fun. I want to do another overnight somewhere. I just don't know where yet. Oh no, Ali. The acronym 
PSD. That is something I might have to look up. PSD? Why is that coming up with? Okay. Let me do a little share here. Okay. So the first thing I'm getting is like underwear, boxer shorts. That That's not what you mean, right? Um, but this looks like it might be more of what you mean. PSD. Where is it? Wow. Could be a lot of things, but I thought it probably means that, right? Let's talk about that. We've got a little time before Bob the Canadian is going live. Um, poor, oh, Zeke, Zeke has it. Um, this is what this means right here. Let's talk about these. Can I not? Um, portable storage device portable storage device. Let's see. Thank you again for that super chat. My, come on, StreamYard. This is the second time you've done this. I, I can't, I can't put it. It's in the chat, but I wanted to put it on the screen here. Then the chat twice, twice. So portable, if something is portable, it can be carried. So, um, My, my sister just texted me. We could talk about this after too, if you want. Um, cause she used some slang there, but if something is portable, it can be carried. So, uh, a storage device, we're talking about pictures, information, movies on my camera. I use little, let's see, little storage cards. Let's see, what do we call them? SIM card. Is that a SIM card? Uh, no, not quite. But on your phone, um, I do think we call it a SIM card for the phone. It is a, a little device that you can store your pictures on. You can store all of your information on. Is that going to work? Yeah. So a SIM card would be an example of a portable storage device. So it's usually when you store digital media, photos, videos. Yeah, I think that's what that means. I think that's what that means. Oh, famous YouTuber. I don't think so, but thank you. Thank you. I don't think that's correct, Chef Cat. I don't think that's correct. Now, I cannot see StreamYard killing me here. Um, when someone, when you're, when it's killing you, um, that means they're really, really bothering me. They're not really working well with me. StreamYard's killing me. I have to go to a different screen to see the, uh, the comments. Philippe is asking, did you hurt your foot jumping off that bridge? Um, I don't think I did. I don't think I did. My son and I went later that day and we saw some guy. He jumped off the bridge, but he jumped over the guardrail. And the guardrail is on the side of the road. And it makes sure that like the car doesn't go into the 
to the river if it would fall off the bridge. And we saw a guy hurt his foot when he was trying to jump over the bridge. All right, Bob the Canadian is going in five minutes, but I do want to share this. So my sister, Beth, she just texted me and she said, are you feeling a little crispy today? Feeling a little crispy today, right at the bottom there. And we went to her lake house. She has a lake house. You guess what a lake house is? Can you guess what a lake house is? It's just a lake at the house. Um, it's just a house at the lake. And I didn't put on any sunscreen. I didn't put on any sunscreen at first because if you noticed, I'm trying to, there's something that's not letting this get new comments, but um, if you noticed in the bridge jumping video, my arms were quite tan. They're quite tan. So when we say they are tan, they're a little darker than normal. So my face is kind of tan, but if you saw my chest, it's red today, actually. It's red. I wanted to get a little tan, so I didn't use sunscreen, and I got a little sunburnt. So I don't know if I will make a video with all of those sun terms, but I got a sunburn. I got sunburnt. So that's why my sister was asking me, did you get a little crispy? So a little crispy means I would have a sunburn. A lot of people get sunburns on their shoulders. And me now, because I'm going bald, I'm losing my hair. Sometimes I get sunburnt on the top of my head because I don't have as much hair there as I used to. Not that I'm too mad about it. I wish I, I, wish I had more hair. But that's, uh, that's one of the, the great things about getting older, right? Getting older. Um, Yuning, is it common to say, how are you when someone? Okay. Is it, what's the common answer to how are you when someone asks, how are you? Does she really want to know the answer, he or she? So what happens most of the time especially when you're at work, maybe just to say hi to someone in the United States, you could say, Hey, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? We don't really want to know, you know, if you didn't sleep well that, that night, we maybe, we maybe, but oftentimes, how are you is just a polite way to say hi. It depends if you're a really good friend, Maybe you really want to know how someone is, but you have to be worried about oversharing. So if someone says, Hey, how you doing? And you go into your whole life. Well, you know, um, I'm a little bummed out. A little bummed out means you're sad. I'm a little bummed out because, um, I didn't get to sleep very well last night and I'm fighting with my husband. Yeah. We're fighting over the kids and like, that's oversharing. 
That's TMI. That's too much information. A lot of times, it's best just to say, yeah, I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Okay. See ya. Uh, Philippe, can I get the comments back here? I cannot. Oh. Philippe is wondering, soggy, or maybe it's a statement. Um, I remember that soggy and crispy about cereal. Oh, good one. So maybe when you first pour your cereal, it's crispy. When it sits in the milk for a little while, it becomes soggy. I like soggy cereal. I think I might be the only one in my family, but um, I like soggy cereal. I let it sit in the milk for a little while. Um, Ezek, I wish I could put this question on the screen because it's a great one, Ezek. And I can't. Wait, what, what happens if I do this? Bob the, oh, he Bob the Canadian is going live. Let me answer this last question. And then we can just all go over to Bob the Canadian's chat. Just say, coming from American English with this guy. Let him know that you're coming from this channel. Um, we can bombard his chat with greetings from American English with this guy. Um, suntan lotion and sunscreen are very different. And I should make a video for this, maybe a member's video, Zeke. But suntan lotion, it's a little scary because that means the sun is going to get you even more tan. And more tan might mean more cancer. So not good. Sunscreen, it protects you from the sun. So maybe I'll do a video for members on that. There is another member's video that is coming out about a cat that got stuck on the roof and the fire department had to come get him or her down. Thank you so much. I am going to head over to Bob the Canadian's chat. I will see you in the chat. Let him know you're coming from American English with this guy and uh, we can chat for a little while there too. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the super chats, Zeke. Yawen, it is awesome.